0: Welcome back to Just One Question. And we're into 2.0, we're into 2022. And so I've taken the liberty of going back to some of my fave fave interviewees from 1.0. And of all the faves, of course, the most fave of all is Kate O'Neill, who's with us today. Uh, Kate is an author, she's a speaker, a researcher on artificial intelligence. Her most recent book is A Future So Bright, and that is a, is a good title for this era about how to integrate, talk about the future in ways that allow us to actually plan for a better one, rather than having so few options that we only end up with dismal, dismal options. Um, so uh, welcome, Kate. I'm thrilled to see you, I'm thrilled to uh, connect. And how are you doing?
1: Thank you really, uh, really great. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. It's always, always so much fun to connect with you, Nick. So that's how I'm doing is Mm. I'm in a state of utter bliss that I'm here (laughs) talking to you. I mean, sure, it'd be great to be in person having this conversation and we will Mm. again soon, but this is fantastic.
0: Yeah, there's there are several bars in New York City that uh, that have our names on them for the,
1: right. for the future. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh,
0: with with vaccination card in hand and yeah, everything ready else. to go. All right. Uh, Well, that's good. Glad you're uh, glad you're doing well. And uh, uh, so what are you excited about lately? We're deliberately not mentioning, I did allude to a vaccination card, but we're deliberately not mentioning that thing, which is hanging out there and keeping us from being together in person. But uh, uh, what are you excited about these days? What's happening in your life?
1: So I'm excited about... um, my work. I, I feel like I've been uh able to to bring things to another level, which is exciting. So um my as you mentioned in my intro, I have a recent book came out in September called A Future So Bright, which you mentioned. Um there it is. Uh hopefully hey, hey, hey. seeing that. Uh the subtitle is how strategic optimism and meaningful innovation can restore our humanity and save the world. So, you know, a little bit of a, a bold claim there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but along with that, it's been, it's been part of reshaping the, the framework of my work. So my work has been around the intersection of technology and humanity for mm-hmm. low these last, uh, decade or 12 years or so mm-hmm. and uh what i've found is that it, it it continually shifts from being about um you know maybe integrating the kinds of of technologies that we experience as humans to maybe kind mm-hmm. of making a more connected uh or aligned strategy for businesses so that they mm-hmm. can build better technologies for humans to mm-hmm. now with this a future so bright it's really thinking about the fact that technology is sort of in and around us. It's in the air we breathe. It is the water we swim in. It is, you know, what we exist in. And so we have to think in a more sort of uh, all-encompassing way to get Mm -hmm. ourselves from here to there, to to where we can solve the whole connected universe of problems that face us, you know, everything from uh, the climate crisis to you know, geopolitical upheaval to the uh, future of work and jobs that uh, that intelligent automation is kind of looming over uh, to misinformation and disinformation, sort of privacy mm. crisis, like all of these different issues, which, you know, when I list them, it sounds anything but bright for the future. <laughs> uh, a lot of things going on there, but, uh, and that's not to talk about the pandemic and, and all of mm. the, the associated stuff going on there. But I think what's important about all that is that we actually do have ways to approach each of those problems. And many of the ways we can approach each of those problems are ways that we can approach more than one of those problems. Uh So so today, what I'm excited about is that uh, my company, KO Insights has launched the 2022 KO Insights Technology and Culture Trends Map And that it's a big launch today. What's funny is that so Edelman is launching their Trust Barometer today, and I didn't remember, I didn't notice that we were doing it on the same day. Um, But I'm kind of excited about that because Edelman's Trust Barometer is a really great tool, and Mm. I'm sort of looking at that like, hey, this is this is kind of what Ko Insights 2022 or our trend map is turning into. This is the the work that guides us throughout Mm. the year Mm. and then informs what we do throughout the year. So. Um, To to illustrate what I mean about the the interconnectedness of some of these trends, one of the trends that we have uh, identified is the COVID to climate transfer. So there's a lot of momentum that's happened around the last couple of years with digital transformation and with trying to use some of the tools and technologies that we have to beat COVID and to try to, mm-hmm. to try to create better conditions for people as we live with this pandemic, mm-hmm. but a lot of that momentum is actually, <clears throat> excuse me, the same kind of momentum that we'll need to be able to deal effectively with the climate crisis. So what I'm seeing is an awful lot of discourse over the last couple of years about how do we make sure we're using that momentum and swinging it the moment we can away from acute solving, solving acute pandemic crisis mm-hmm. to moving that momentum over just a notch and starting to address more head on the climate crisis. So mm-hmm. a lot of examples like that, that are really encouraging about how we can actually take some of the, the great, uh, great things that have been happening, some of the the realizations we've been happening, uh, that we've been having, and make them as effective for us in the future as possible.
0: Wonderful. I can't resist following up then with just one more question, which is <laughs> uh, are you talking about specific technologies that turned out to be useful uh, with uh, COVID, which might be useful in the climate change? Are you talking about approaches to uh, solving problems or um, or a mixture of both?
1: Yeah, so I think it, it is both. It, mm-hmm. it is some of the things that have happened over the last couple of years, as we all have experienced, is that um we've had uh, industries have had to transform their approaches digitally sure. so that customer Absolutely. experiences can be more online and and that has meant a wholesale reimagining of the the experience tr- the the transaction workflow in a sense of of retail mm-hmm. of healthcare of education of many many different industries and and what that has afforded us the opportunity to do is say well what is the actual best case scenario? What what do we want to have happen here? And how can we actually use some of the transformation we've already invested in Mm -hmm. to now say, well, could could we use some of those resources? Could we use some of that innovation to make it more possible for people to do the things they need to do in a less resource intensive way, in a way that mm-hmm. doesn't use fossil fuels, in a way that that mm-hmm. uses less carbon in order to complete some of these transactions, whether that's retail or healthcare or health or uh, education or, or travel. You know, I think a, a lot of what's happening around uh, the travel industry is thinking about how can we be uh, you know, more intentional about mm-hmm. the kind of travel we do uh, since we haven't been able to do, uh, many of us haven't been able to do the kinds of travel in the last couple of years, that we would normally do, like within our industry, you know, you and I mm-hmm. are both people who our work usually takes us out on the road a lot. Well, mm-hmm. that hasn't happened as much. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of like, well, I'd still love to be traveling, but I'd I'd also like to be very intentional about the way I get back on the road when right. when things are much more open. Uh, but in, in alignment with that, many airlines are trying to figure out how to make their fleets more sustainable, how to, make, mm-hmm. how to use greener fuel, how to uh, you know, optimize the load times and, and be uh, more intentional about how they're using the resources at their disposal. So I think these things are happening in a, in a, a way that converges, that hopefully brings us to a far better place in the next couple of years um, mm-hmm. as a result of, of solving some of these problems at the same time.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love the optimism. So, uh, how can people get their hands on this trend map or set of trends? Uh, and you say this is the launch today. So, yeah. where, where where do we go look for this uh, for this all-wise prognostication <laughs> of the future which I am now uh, itching to get uh, to get a look at.
1: You can get your hands on it at koinsights.com that is uh koinsights plural uh, dot .com. And that'll be on the um, the insights area of the of the site so it's a it's in the blog in a sense um, but yeah we're, we're launching that today. We're, we're sharing that all over social media so you may well see it show up in your feeds as well Fantastic. Um, go find it and and use it. also can find of course links to a future so bright over there on koinsights.com.
0: well. Good luck with both those ventures, always wonderful to see you. And thanks for being on just a couple of questions.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Nick. It's always such a treat.